What would you do if there was a 12-hour period where every crime was legal? USA Network explored that idea in this episode of series finale all about The Purge. Let's find a show we never seen series finale fans uh welcome to series finale the only podcast where boston where comedians discuss the final episode of a tv show that they have never even seen i'm john paul and i'm zach jack uh still on the run he escaped porn rehab we have sent not only a private security after him but the police as well he's having a mental health crisis and we called the cops on him anyway <laughs> not a good move some people would say we sent blackwater <laughs> private security to secure jack uh they took a detour in iraq and uh they're really <laughs> billing us for a lot of charges blackwater uh they changed their name they're not blackwater anymore what are they now i, f- I forget the name they rebranded because you know so the contractors were uh, killing Iraqi civilians. You know, maybe time for a rebrand. Just touch up the <laughs> brand a little bit. Do a little Instagram giveaway. You should be fine. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We truly appreciate anyone who listens. But if you want to listen even more, check out patreon.com slash series finale, where you can get four bonus episodes a month for only $5. Yeah, we got some good stuff. We did recently the Boys State documentary from Sundance. I reveal a big Reveal, I think you're going to like it. Go yeah. check it out. Huge secret dropped on the pod. So we did The Purge. The Purge famously as a movie. This was a USA Network show. This was interesting to me. It, w- it was two seasons, which right off the bat surprises me. And it seems that the structure of the seasons, each season had a purge. So there was a season one purge. And then we've seen season two, which was like the reaction to the season two purge. Mm-hmm. And then the finale takes place on the night of season two's purge as we follow a whistleblower trying to get evidence that the government has been purging dissidents outside of the purge. Yes. It is funny to me that in this world, the government can do extrajudicial killings as long as they're on the purge. <laughs> it would be very tough That's to survive the, thing, the purge. That's the thing, though. They're not extrajudicial if it's during purge time. Right, right. What do you know about the purge, the the, fri- the franchise? I mean, I know what anyone knows who's been in New York City on Halloween. I know the theme <laughs> song because someone would drive by in the car, windows down, blasting the purge siren. siren. Yeah. That's about all I know. It looked visually kind of similar to Stephen King's The Mist, which I thought was... Pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I don't know that much. I haven't seen the movies, but I wouldn't be opposed to watching them. The Purge is um, it's one of the more successful horror thriller franchises to come out in the last 10 years. Um, I believe uh, Dark Knight, the Batman film, when it came out, it would have been the most financially successful film that year. But The Purge came out that year. And it was more financially successful. It had a greater percentage of return on investment because it caught the Purge film. It costs nothing to make. It costs like less than probably ten million to make, and it made a lot of money at the movie theater. Why did it cost so little? I assume they're destroying a lot of stuff. Well, because the first film in the Purge series, uh, it's very small in scope. It focuses basically on like one guy and his family in a house the whole time. So it's you know one location. And it's being, you know, assaulted by these purgers. Now, the Purge film series 
is about a fictional a fictional U.S. dystopia where a, a political party has taken hold of the country and they enact the purge, a 12-hour period once a year where all crime is legal. The idea being that regular citizens can go out and commit all these crimes and purge themselves of these violent impulses. There would be so much bloodshed and murder in America. <laughs> it, it's funny because, like, you say all crime, but you immediately in this show just jump to murder, and like that's all people would do would be violent <laughs> crime. No one would be like, no, a couple geniuses would be like, all right, we've got everything in place, um, but you couldn't do like Rico stuff. Like, you couldn't hit a bank with like uh, malware and steal a bunch of money and go off scot free because even though you did the crime that day, the conspiracy to commit the crime extended outside of the purge window. Interesting. I think they'd be able to get you on a lot of stuff like that. I feel that this uh, movie premise is so good. Like, and that's probably one of the reasons that the purge was successful. There are, I think, three or four more movies and a two season movie TV a TV show, which I mean, I would think would mark as a success. Although I saw. I've only seen. I've actually only seen like Purge three, and it was very bad. But Purge one, is it good or no? I hear it's good. I'm gonna watch it. I will watch it. It stars Ethan Hawke, who had a guest spot in this movie, in this show. They got Ethan Hawke in the Purge movie, and it was low budget. He must have been a substantial part of the like price. Yeah, I would think so. Ethan Hawke, what level of movie star do you put him at? Above a list auteur, he is not Brad Pitt, but amongst he does so many independent films. It's like he played Chet Baker in a small film, he did that before Sunset Trilogy. I'm a big fan of Ethan Hawke, I love Ethan Hawke. I think Ethan Hawke really? is amazing. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I like Ethan Hawke quite a bit. He's in, um, he is in a, a melodrama called Be- The Before the Devil Knows You're Dead, uh, where he plays like, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's kind of like loser brother. It's really funny. It's just funny to see a movie where Philip Seymour Hoffman's kind of like this fat slob, but he's like way more assertive and like cool than Ethan Hawke, who's like this extraordinarily handsome tall man. I really like Ethan Hawke. I think he's a great actor, and I think he cares about art. Were you you, uh, excited to see that Ethan Hawke had a guest role in this episode of The Purge? I completely missed that. Who was he? (laughs) So Ethan Hawke in the, the, the cold open of the show... He's the guy they call on the vid phone because he sets up purge security. And that's like in the movie, oh, yeah, 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 he yeah. plays a guy who has like a purge security system at his house. Got it. I think that the question of like, what if all crime were legal for 12 hours in the United States? It's such an intriguing premise to me. So intriguing. It is kind of a waste of the premise that they always just go straight to like, they basically turn it into a zombie film. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's so interesting. It would be much more interesting to see white-collar crime. Like, a ton of that would be going on, too. I would not commit any crime. I have no urge to hurt anyone. Yeah, but, I mean, you in this 12-hour period, you could go... I could jaywalk. You, <laughs> you could go, uh, like, you know, rob uh, a bank. You could go... I don't want to do that. You don't want money? No, not at the behest of violence where I could be shot and killed trying to do it. Can you imagine the traffic jam on the purge at your <laughs> drive through bank? <laughs> 75 cars are pulling in, honking, all trying to rob the place. So what do you think is the perfect low-key crime to commit on the purge? Something that no one else is going to be doing. Um, fraudulently file years of taxes <laughs> and, and report like no income to get all the money back. That's what I would do. I would, I would hope purge day I could file my taxes on purge day. <laughs> I mean, I think you could, right? I think so. You might, if it was after April 15th, 
you would have to like file an amendment and pay a late fee, but you'd be fine. I mean, I don't know when purge day is in the show or in the movie, um, but I mean, it usually seems pretty nice. I figure it's got to be like summer. You could. That's try. when tensions would really be hot. If I if they were smart, they would do like December twenty eighth, in between Christmas and New Year's. That's why it's like. You know, what are you going to go do? Punch some guy in the face. It's Christmas time. Come on. Come on. Have some hot chocolate with your family. You're going to go shovel the driveway so you can go beat a guy over the head? What would you do? On, what, what's a perfect crime for you on Purge Day? On Purge Day? I mean, probably my thought goes to, like, I spend all year researching how to steal a van. And I'd steal, like, a Swiss, sick-ass van to live in. That is kind of a perfect thing for you to say that builds up into this moment. At the end, the journalist who's found out the code, she gets on like the intercom somehow and speaks to everyone in the world and says the purge is a lie. They said it would diffuse tensions. It would make us much less violent. It's done the opposite. And what you just did is you portrayed, you would be thinking about the purge all year long. You're plotting <laughs> your crime. And that's what a lot of people, oh, this guy wronged me on March 15th. The purge is in November. I'm going to go kill him. <laughs> This guy scuffed my shoe. I'm gonna go kill him. <laughs> yeah, and in the in the Purge universe, it's like this. Int- I think making a movie and a film and a and a, and a piece of media series that is about um, a a national holiday that is based around extreme violence is so intriguing to me because United States uh, violence and crime levels have been decreasing for some time. Um, decades but, yeah but i mean people still like to people still say that we're a very violent country and in some cases they are correct there is still a lot of gun violence in the united states even though it's been declining for a long time it's still way higher than almost any other country in the world in the western world in the western world um yeah fucking, i mean f- fucking correct me you're getting purged bitch well it is true like there are a <laughs> lot of places the united states is significantly safer than you know yes uh we don't we don't currently have boko haram like (laughs) abducting people at gunpoint but hey we get biden in here we'll see what happens you know what i'm talking about hey i'm just kidding uh biden haram (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm hardcore anti-trump Oh, it is funny to make fun of Joe Biden it's funny to make fun of Joe Biden what do you want me to do i know it's a problem because other people here and like that is true he is unfit to leave the country (laughs) I, you shouldn't be able. We should not make fun of him in public. We should treat, privately. That's we, all I do. We should just treat him like a, like a grandpa that we kind of feel bad about, like Ed Markey, and we should get on TikTok and tweet about how he's the greatest guy ever. Uh, yeah. So I don't like T- this. Took I down would, Joe Kennedy. I would not be into the purge. I don't like violence. Violence bothers me. I don't like to be around it or aggression and screaming. It's not something I'm interested in. I don't think it's a healthy way to live. You would not head out there on purge night with a mask and attacking random people. No. I so would you would not. maybe you would need one of those Ethan Hawke security systems. I would yourself. hate purgers though, because in this show they're they're portrayed as an identity group. Oh, I'm a purger. We're the purgers, and they're all you know it. They're all 32 year old white men <laughs> who are complaining about their station in life instead of working. They don't work, and they bitch and they moan. They don't have any education. They bitch and moan. That's all they do. They get on Facebook. They scream at people. I would hate purgers so <laughs> much. It's not even funny how much I would hate purgers. Purgers are like Bernie bros who also don't vote. <laughs> and, and they're like they're like neo-Nazi Bernie bros. That's what they are. They are a cross between fascists and Bernie bros. No, thank you. If the purge existed, how what percentage of people do you think would take part? Uh, Actively going out looking for crime. Not many. It like in a, in a town that I am in, my my hometown community. 
maybe you'd have some teens like trying to piss in a mailbox <laughs> of like a teacher, but no one would commit violent crime. It, we, we would probably guard the city because why would you want people to come and commit violent crime? I think people with nothing to lose are going to commit it during the purge. If you have a nice house and a wife and a nice family, why are you, you going to kill your neighbor for because what he cut down a tree and it fell in your yard who cares go <laughs> kill somebody for that get a life i love this concept of the purge i think it's just i do too i will give credit where credit's due it's a great premise great yeah. premise i do think that the show once again like in my opinion like kind of bumbled it hard like in the, the original movies understand it's very low budget it's very simple ethan hawk is you know has this purge proof house but the purgers attack you know they get in and attack him he's got to defend himself or something like that. this uh this show is a, it's a lot in some ways it's a lot grander in scope as we follow several different characters we follow of course this one character who is a whistleblower trying to get word out about how the government is using uh, is extra is killing its citizens and how the purge is bad for the United States. We have um we have a good-hearted doctor who wants to help people who are victims of purge violence. That guy's cool. And we have this other sort of crew of it seems like criminals who are using the purge as an opportunity to pull off this big heist, which I also I think is another good idea. You want to pull off a big robbery, do it then. To get money is not a bad idea. To to commit crime against persons is heinous um yeah but i mean the i think the propaganda that would go out there would be that it's like it's good because then you won't murder anyone for the like only what, one night a year what's the death toll of the purge though like how many people <laughs> pe bodies piled up i don't i have no idea i mean you know what happened you know how many comics would get murdered? <laughs> People would be like, well, that guy got his Comedy Central half hour last year. He's probably going to get a Showtime hour. If I kill him, they'll have to give it to me. <laughs> so many comics would be murdered by open mic psychos. You know, and it's like... Um a lot of like a lot of comics are out here saying like don't go do mics on purge night, but like you can't, you gotta get your reps and you can't. Dude, the mics would be wild. <laughs> Someone would be getting beaten to death on an MBTA bus, like in the window of Middle East corn. <laughs> Some like twelve year open micer would just be commenting on it. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah. Then he gets shot in the head, and you know. And then uh, and he's then dragged the, he, off stage. Yeah, I drag him off stage, and I'm like, all right, up next, Tyrone Jones. No, he's bleeding out of the head, but it's three minutes so you're lighting him <laughs> <laughs> at minute four nothing so you kick him off the stage people are booing him for going over his time you know people would still throw shows absolutely to purge shows it would be it would be a thing you know yeah i would be i'd go to maine during the purge i'd go cruising up on a sunset uh snowmobile you trail. mean up in maine on incorporated county where there's no law to protect you at all yeah because the purge all the time because people know that they don't act fresh they wouldn't act fresh people want to be left alone leave me alone and you couldn't even find the house no internet can't be found not on a map <laughs> you can't find me now we mentioned before that there's uh one of these characters is a doctor and he is actually specifically treating uh in people that were injured by uh, members of the purge, but he's brought in his lover, yes, who has been a victim of purge violence. Yeah, um, but uh, in this clip we're about to hear, we can actually hear that uh, sometimes when you treat everybody, some ne'er do wells can slip through the crack. You are in a truck. We brought you here. Guess you shouldn't have done that. Why? 
These were, these were good people. They was just trying to help. Help who? Not perjurers. What do you mean? By treating those people out there, you're robbing perjurers of their rightful kills. You have patience. They're supposed to be dead. Look. We're just trying to get through the night. No. You're trying to play God. But you're not God. I am. Classic perjure logic. <laughs> The man trying to save lives is playing God, but by murdering people, he's not playing God. <laughs> well, actually, he says that he is God, and then he likes the feeling of being God. Yeah, I hate that guy. He's a schmuck. The purge is basically what uh, is what right-wing meme pages say will happen when the defund the police movement catches hold. That once the defund the police movement catches hold, that it will be wild anarchy in the streets. People murder each other, fires going off, explosions. You won't be safe anywhere you go. Um, but, I mean, you've been to places where there are no police, and it's fine. I have. It is fine. You know what? I, I, like, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. Okay, Kenosha, Wisconsin was a heinous act. What happened to Jacob Blake was heinous. What Kyle, uh, what I don't even want to say his name. What that 17 year old crossing state borders to murder people was insane. I'm looking at that. I was watching the footage the other day. I'm like, this is somebody's front yard. There's someone in this house right now, and <laughs> it is bedlam. There are shots being fired out here. This is nuts. That would be really crazy, but that is not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Well, although we'll it did happen, I guess, <laughs> uh, you know, Joe Biden's America, it'll happen. But it is crazy. <laughs> I hate watching it. I know I, you were, we were actually together on election night 2016. Yes. And we in the basement was the Hillary Cambridge for Hillary thing. I was like really emotional. I was very sad. I had no idea. That there were some people who believed Trump could win the electoral college and, and blow the and win the popular vote. I had no idea. Terrence Pennington was there. He didn't vote. He felt really bad. I was on stage. I felt horrible, and uh, we all felt horrible. And I can't even imagine what election night now is going to look like. Yeah, I'm I mean, sitting here watching CNN, seeing people shoot rocket launches at people's heads, <laughs> and the president declare himself unrightfully the president. Ugh. At the time, I did not. I was guilty of not understanding that it could get this bad. Because I thought, like a lot of people, like there's all these checks and balances. There's all these mechanisms to prevent the president from, uh, from doing too much ill. But I was dead wrong. These mechanisms don't work unless people force them to work. Well, they don't work. But I guess what disturbs me more than anything Donald Trump himself has done is just... Is, uh, is that all the hate and the heinous things? And Donald Trump did stoke his campaign by calling Mexicans rapists, you know, and being very anti-immigrant, which uh, I find very offensive, and I didn't like. Even it. if you're a fan of Trump, I feel like him him floating, even mentioning the idea of having additional unconstitutional terms, you should be immediately like that man should be out of office today. I know, but you know what? Then they like try and jujitsu and flip it on us and be like, well, uh. John Paul, really? You find that bad? How come you haven't said anything about cuties? Why are you watching Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'm like, guy, I'm a normal person. I'm not watching cuties. When, when would I say anything about this show? You know? That is frequent. But they go, they immediately jujitsu like, yeah, okay, John, 
What about Nancy Pelosi's haircut? Okay. Hey, you know what? In the purge world, it's completely legal to watch cuties for 12 hours every year. <laughs> I hope not. I don't even <laughs> want to comment on cuties because I'm not going to watch it. You just I got nothing to say. I know. I bring up the... See, this is what people don't realize. I'm You're not bringing up cuties. I'm bringing up the controversy surrounding cuties. Okay. They're very, very different. <laughs> completely separate. There's no way that one could lead in to talk about the other. Everyone knows that they're completely <laughs> different. Yeah, so The Purge. Were there any... Watch Cuties, everybody. No. I mean, I don't know. Who the hell knows? Watch. I mean, supposedly it's a, it's a film that's about... It's supposedly a film criticizing the sexualization of young girls. Well, who the hell knows? But uh, I, I was... You know, The Purge is about this dystopian, authoritarian government that would, like, abuse the rules that they made. So they make a serious rule, and then they don't follow it. I've been in a situation like that, actually. Yeah. The year was 2021. Kamala Harris and Joe Biden moved to decriminalize marijuana. Mitch, nice. Uh, Moscow Mitch McConnell tried to obstruct this by saying weed is harmful. Joe and Kamala shot back by saying booze is also harmful. Why is that legal and this is not? Perhaps it has to do with racial prejudice in defending pharma companies. <laughs> Instead of adjusting his worldview to accommodate new information, Moscow Mitch got spiteful. And he said, you know what? Good point. Weed is illegal, and so is booze. He made booze <laughs> illegal oh in no! order to own the libs. God damn it. His district, Kentucky, loved their moonshine, but I, on the other hand, was actually really excited and in line with this new extremist authoritarian government. <laughs> like me and Jack always say, if you are sober, all sins are forgiven. <laughs> As the government tried to force the new law, they had to bring in a new wing of cops to enforce alcohol prohibition. Oh. I joined up immediately. Damn it. Unfortunately, as the government was also devolving into a massive recession, they were unable to pay this new police force. We did it for free. <laughs> that was fine by me and the rest of what we call ourselves the 12 Steppers. We were a vigilante militia bag armed with, <laughs> armed with nothing but government badges. We did not get paid except for one styrofoam cup of Keurig coffee per shift. <laughs> but we loved beating drunks up. Oh. It turned out Bill Wilson was wrong. The key to staying sober isn't helping another alcoholic. It is physically assaulting a drinker. <laughs> Eventually, the government decided this policy was very wrong. Even Republicans started to flip. Lindsey Graham decided to finally pivot before his 2022 election. He came out as gay and said he would have voted to appeal <laughs> alcohol prohibition, and he immediately became a woke king on Twitter. Wow. Lindsey Graham made it his mission to stop the 12 Steppers. He invited us to come down to his house and stop him from drinking while live streaming himself, lip syncing to Britney Spears and getting drunk. <laughs> We showed up, and we were immediately nuked by drones flown by President Joe Biden. Ooh. Joe Biden then tweeted out, you know I miss those drone strikes. Where you at, Barry O? And he held a massive beer summit on the White House lawn to Ooh, celebrate. Ooh, a beer summit. God, remember those days? Those were the days. That's how you would solve racial unity. Um, yeah, I also, that's a, that's a crazy story about how you were um, living under an authoritarian government that broke their own rules. I've been in a similar situation. The year was 2034, and the U.S. lived under the authoritarian rule of the new founder's political party. I worked as a specialized janitor that cleaned up the scenes of the scores and scores of trucker suicides ever since driverless trucks had made the job obsolete. For the past 10 years, the new founders had enacted a 12-hour period once per year where all crime was legal, known as the Purge. The Purge night, purge night was not a big night for me, and I usually just had a little Purge party at my heavily locked-down house, and me and my partner would do a little swinging with the neighbors. We both enjoyed cutting loose sexually once a year, and it was on purge night 
and as it was on purge night we were free to indulge in some illegal sexual activity like having sex while watching pirated copies of the life aquatic but this year was different my partner had left me for another and i was deeply depressed i couldn't understand why i felt sad all the time i lived every day totally alone and had a fulfilling job of cleaning up dead bodies and throwing away family photos of truckers who had ate a bullet i decided i needed to shake things up this year and decided i would purge I bought a mask of Teddy Roosevelt, and at 7 p.m. on purge night, as the sirens blared, I hit the streets. For 12 hours, any crime I committed would be totally legal. It was time to purge. My first stop was Central Square, Cambridge. As the purges swarmed around me, and I, wa- I watched as an old woman in her 70s shot and killed a teenager with a crowbar. I picked up the crowbar and smashed open the window of a mattress store, where I ripped off a mattress tag and then sold the mattress to a purger for $1, a violation of several laws at the same time. I felt amazing. I hopped into my van and sped to Boston Common, where I stashed a bunch of junior mints in my coat, paid for a ticket to see Avengers 9, and then recorded the movie onto my iPhone and then <laughs> uploaded it to Put Locker for the world to see. Everyone except for Zach Brazow, who is too technologically <laughs> illiterate to pirate media. Then it was time for the big crime of the night. After I got Avengers 9, I broke into an art supply store and quickly drew my own animated feature, starring Mickey Mouse, Master Chief from Halo, Harry Potter, and Spider-Man, violating several copyrights. The animated movie was about all was about how they all had sex with my ex at the same time, and I sold the animated film for profit, violating some laws and many civil statutes as the sirens sounded uh, sounded the end of the purge. It had been a thrilling night, and I felt cleansed. Unfortunately. President for Life Donald Trump declared that all purges would be arrested and charged for their crimes this year, and I was sentenced to 18 months in a county facility. I decided to take the trucker's way out instead and shot myself. So why did you pay for the movie? You paid for the movie ticket. (laughs) Uh, It's interesting to commit some crimes and not others. I just feel that Disney deserves the money. You just wanted to make sure they got the count. You wanted it to be a more popular movie than Mulan to stick it to the Chinese government. Someone needs to keep making these Avengers movie. Nine is not enough. I need to get to... I need need to... 12 movies. What Fast and Furious are we on right now? I think we're on Fast. I think Fast 9 has come out. Or I think we're on 9. Is there next one going to be in space? Was someone saying that? Uh, maybe. That, um, what else can you do, I guess? I mean, I haven't really seen the movies. But I've never know- seen any of them, but apparently they're kind of good. Yeah, I think they're they're action um, they're action extravaganzas. I don't love action. I love <laughs> gangster films. <laughs> yeah. I know. What if they to get you? Maybe to get you as a demographic, they need to put in. Uh, who's that guy who was in Godfather Three? Andy Garcia. They need to put in Andy Garcia. If Andy Garcia is in it, I'll watch. Yeah, Andy Garcia, Ethan Hawke are in Fast Ten: The Purge. That would be really cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So this show, I didn't think was. Great. I think it had USA quality immediately evident. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I felt like um, I can't. I mean, watching this was fine. I can't imagine watching you know nine more hours, especially stuff when you're watching that's not during the purge. Like, why you? I mean, assume that's what it's got to be. What's going on, right? What so, do you mean? Like, so this show. The entirety of it is set during the purge. Oh, yes. Episodes where it's not the purge. Episodes no, where it's not the purge. Why would you watch? Dude, I think the, the first, like, episodes of this second season were probably, like, a journalist doing research into government <laughs> issues, you know? 
Uh, yeah, and there's shooting, and there's this, and there's an armored <laughs> truck. The way you go, there's shooting. Yeah, it's yeah. whatever. Dude, I don't like shooting. Godfather 3 had a lot of shooting, and the Untouchables had shooting. Shooting does nothing for me. Give me a charged, subtextual conversation <laughs> between an aging <laughs> father and his younger son pushing him out of the way. Don't give me shooting. What do we do with shooting? People love shooting. It's action. It's wild. I mean, have you ever shot a gun in, in RL? I have. I have. Did you, uh, did you find it boring? Uh, I found it frightening. But you know, one thing that I've been thinking about a lot, I would like to turn it into a bit. Uh, Republicans do, actually someone's probably out, like gun people stand by it. Like pro-choice people don't drive their children to like a clinic and be like, hey, you know, why don't you take a little off? I don't even know you got anything, right? <laughs> but gun people, like give you a gun. You're, you're a 10-year-old kid. I never held a gun in my life. You got the gun. And you know what muzzle sweeping is? It's when you bring the thing. Yeah, yeah Dude, I know. Loaded guns. I'll never forget. Loaded gun. We're out shooting at a gravel pit. And I'm like, oh, did I do good? Whip around. Barrel <laughs> aimed at these guys. Whoa, whoa. They I didn't mean, teach you the, the, the rules not to do that? Well, they usually teach you after you do it. The first. That's the best way to learn, John, is to make mistakes. <laughs> is to it, put someone's life in mortal danger? Yeah, yeah. It's like crazy. So I do appreciate that people who believe in guns, they're not like guns for me, but not for you. They're like, no, if you're my enemy, you can have a gun and you can put it in my face. I still think you should be able to do that. They do frighten me. I, I don't get a thrill out of it. And uh, I was talking with a friend and he's considering getting a gun and a lot of people are considering Jack. getting guns. No, not Jack. Jack's getting a gun, everybody. And, uh, and He's going to keep it on him at all times. But the statistics just say, ultimately, if you have a gun, you're more likely to be a victim of gun violence than if you don't. So... Yeah. I, and, and then it's like, what? Someone breaks into my house, I shoot them. Now I go to jail because I wasn't up to date on the defend your castle laws. It, it, what the <laughs> hell am I doing? I mean, you know? it makes suicide nice and easy. It's convenient. It does, but even if you have a legal gun, the cops will give you trouble for that, you know? So, Philando Castile. Philando Castile. He, what are you supposed to do? He tells you he's got a gun. He's a member of the NRA. They stole yeah. his money and they didn't help him out. More evidence of uh, racial inequality in the United States. I would agree. We are the Virtue Signal Podcast. <laughs> yeah, in case anyone didn't know how we felt about Donald J. Trump. Yeah. Which a lot of people actually can't really understand how I feel because I make a lot of jokes. You make a lot of and you may make a lot of jokes at the expense of uh, of old country Joe. Yes, of old country buff uh, Joe and I old country buffet Joe. <laughs> And, and I do maintain that Donald Trump is a funny man, which I think is separate from his ability to govern a country, <laughs> but I do think he's funny. Yeah, you like low IQ individual. Well, I like low IQ individual. And then one thing, like, you see how the veteran scandal, people are like, Donald Trump has no respect for the veterans. He said that dodging STDs was his personal Vietnam. They it's said like, that. Yeah. Could you interpret that with any more bad faith? <laughs> the guy made a joke on Howard Stern. <laughs> that wasn't a statement about veterans. That's like you and I are apparently the most hateful people in the world towards veterans, who God only knows the kind of stuff that we've said. I mean, Donald, God doesn't You can go back and listen yeah, to some it, of the crazy stuff. Yeah, it's actually still out there. We yeah. usually consider editing it out, but that would be too hard, so we leave it in. <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, that would be a thing that we could do in the Purge world, is that we could just release all the controversial podcasts on purge night if there were a purge the government would kill people during it donald trump would go nuts he would be killing people all the time yeah absolutely i totally I but i shouldn't agree. say that because he is twice nominated for the nobel peace prize so he actually would probably stop the purge <laughs> man what a world it would be if we could purge i i like i said i'm not interested no you wouldn't do it you'd be cowering at home while i was out there Dude, making money 
making money, getting goods, all kinds of good stuff. That's what pissed me off about a 24-hour purge. Now that you say 12 hours, I feel better. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm going to have to stay up for 24 straight hours. I'm going to be exhausted. No, This I bl- is going to ruin my <laughs> sleep schedule. I, I bl- I'm going to get a cold sore. I usually break out in a cold sore if I'm overtired. <laughs> it's going to be horrible. I believe the purge is a 12-hour period. So good. So a one all-nighter. 24 hours is getting worried. <laughs> I think uh, I could. I think I would survive the purge pretty well, you know, because like I'm in a van. I could park like in a suburban area. People might not know I'm there. Dude, you show up in a minivan with curtains on the purge. They're torching that thing. <laughs> you think so? You think I wouldn't be safe? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the purge. Who's that van I've never seen just parked <laughs> across from our house? No, I would be pissed. I have to get a gun. You have to have a gun if there's a purge. Um. There's this huge, uh, this big storyline of these guys that are trying to pull off this big heist, and they actually, they do it. They rob this armored car, and they're about to flee the country. They're going somewhere. I forget where. But uh, the one of the guys in the armored uh, car crew, he uh, he is actually, like, dating the journalist, and he, he gets word that she's in trouble because she's, you know, she's going to expose the government. Now the government is sending their cronies after her. So he has to go and like defend her in this big shootout scene, which I thought was pretty cool, pretty well shot. And he, uh, they kind of infiltrate the government facility so they can get to wherever where she can expose them. And uh, she locks herself in this room, and he has and to like. He's in there too, but he gets out. He locks her in. He locks her in so that he can defend her, so she can get her message out, sacrificing his own life so the people can hear and then the purge ends so they're not supposed to kill her and then yes. they just shoot her in the head yeah the whole reason it does that is because once the purge is over that she won't be able to be killed by the government they'll have to arrest her but they just kill her they just kill her which is very i feel like very spot-on realistic definitely yeah it's much easier to make up lies about someone you've already killed yes <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I don't know why we never put it in that, that simple circumstance. Now that Epstein's dead, we can say whatever. You know, he's dead. So they, they do it all the time. You know, who is the, the Black Panther that they killed in his apartment? Horrifying. Stokely. Was oh, it, I um, don't know. They're making a movie about it. Fred Hampton yeah. killed in, in Chicago. You say whatever you want once you kill a guy. It's awful. Yeah. Um, they kill this journalist... But her, her message gets out, and it's sort of implied that because of her message, there is now a growing resistance movement to the new Founders Party, and that her image is sort of like the rallying face of that. And that, that's probably what things would have gone for the future, for, for the future of the show, that they would have done, you know, this resistance movement, but it was... It was canceled, and probably a good reason. The and Purge stuff is just really... I just think that the idea of a Purge series is a great idea in that you could make a great anthology show out of it where yes. you just you just focus on what different people do during this one one night. Yeah, yeah, like oh that's really good. Like each the purge is completed start to finish in each episode. Yeah. Like, so it's like more like Black Mirror or that show Easy or some of those love shows. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's just, that's really good. Just different people kind of like doing different, like short, short self-contained stories, maybe with a little crossover here and there. We can safely say that this is not the end for purge adaptations. And in fact, now that you've gone on the record saying the um, 
the anthology. I think when Netflix does make that, you should tweet that it was joke thievery and you've been plagiarized <laughs> and um, then share your album. That's not a bad idea. Oh, yeah. That's always a good move. It's like when you when you make that call out tweet and it gets a little attention, you go like, here's my Patreon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that I'm getting a little attention, please buy me something. I need it. Netflix stole money. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there'll be more Purge Media in the future. They've had, I think, three movies and now two seasons of a TV show. It's definitely an idea that has legs. I just think that um, what I've seen has never lived up to the what I think is like an outstandingly good premise. And I think it's like such a uniquely American idea that there's like a holiday that's based around extreme violence. Like it works so well for me. Yeah, it's rampage, it's vengeance, it's rage. And we've you've talked about th- this undercurrent of just anger that people have these days and that would be probably expressed in you know, it's already being expressed in some places where Black Lives Matter supporters go out to uh protest against racial injustice and then uh and then largely white rifle-owning men come out to hopefully spark an instigation. Oh, it's insane. Driving hundreds of miles to to get involved. I mean, I can see it right now. I would lay low that people would be full of rage. There would be a peace protest in some major city square. Someone would come run over all these people. (laughs) Anderson Cooper would be out there not memorizing anything, getting drunk with Andy Cohen. He'd get (laughs) shot. It would be a nightmare. Damn, dog. You know they would do like, do you think they would drop a ball? Like uh, Times Square style <laughs> during the purge. <laughs> I mean, you, I, from the media I've seen, they use just sirens to announce the beginning. Of it. But I mean, yeah. yeah. And then another thing: well, who's paying for this siren system? That's why the U.S. will never have a purge. It would cost too much to do the telecommunications <laughs> to tell everyone. Yeah, I mean, your phone would probably go off with an like amb- those amber those alerts. amber alerts. Bus driver, <laughs> if you like the tornado warning, <laughs> dude. Can you imagine if you were a foreign tourist? On an interstate bus, like the Boston and New York Express, you had no idea the purge was a thing. Or you're like a Jehovah's Witness. You're out <laughs> knocking someone. T- you don't know that the purge is going on. Dude, I wonder if they do flights on purge night because it's legal to take over the plane. I bet they do. And Special purge. Like, eh, it was 15 bucks. <laughs> I got I want to go see the Grand Canyon. It's 15 bucks. <laughs> oh, man. I just like the... just the, the, con- the I mean, I, I've said it so many times that I think the premise is so good, but... I think the show for me was fine, but I think it didn't live up to the premise. And I, the movie that I saw was similar, but I haven't seen the original Purge with Ethan Hawke. Maybe we should watch it. Together. I'd be happy to. I'd be happy to. It was very underwhelming. You know what this made me want to do? Not even watch the Purge. Purge. It made me want to watch The Mist. Oh. Maybe want to get back into the mess. I saw this. I was like, the mist was pretty good. You know, <laughs> the mist had something. Hey, you like what you like, you know. You know why I like the mist because that's a force, and we learn it might be the government killing you. But it's not an us. It's an us versus them. The purge is everybody versus everybody. It's us like, versus us. Dale, I thought we had a nice cordial, you know, relationship. You came <laughs> over to play <laughs> cornhole. Now you're you're breaking down my house. You're breaking it. You're breaking down my door. You're saying you're gonna kill me because I have more cans of cream corn and you want them <laughs> uh what did you like about the show deepak Chopra? oh deepak Chopra moment about uh the show i gotta say the guest star the i was shocked to see that they got ethan hawk to guest star on the episode i guess i wasn't really shocked because i mean he was in the first movie and stuff like that but i mean ethan hawk is solidly a movie actor yeah he is very much a movie star 
Uh, so it was cool to see his like brief little cameo in this. I liked it a lot. Um, and I, I haven't seen the original Purge, but I got what they were going for. Where it's like he's the guy from the first movie, and now he's in this universe as well. So loved big. I'm a big fan of Ethan Hawke. I think watching him in interviews is great. There's this movie with, that he made that he's in that I want to see where he plays like a super psychotically controlling father of a baseball player. Have you seen the trailer for that? No. He like he's like this guy, he's like a drunk and he's like a his son is like a baseball prospect and he's just pushing him like insanely hard. It looks really good. Did you see Boyhood? No, I kind of want to see that, but I something some movies they just like I get a weird mental block where I'm like I don't want to watch that. Yeah, but I agree. I don't want today to be the day that I dig into. Yeah, that one day I'll watch. But I, it's Richard Linklater, and I absolutely love some Richard Linklater movies. Like I fucking I love um, Waking Life, the rotoscoped film about dreams that he made. I think is so good. It's so it's like fantastic. But I, I will watch Boyhood eventually. What about it? Uh, my Deepak Chopra moment. Something I liked about the show is that the doctor who's doing the tent camp, he's assisted by a medical student, a pre-med student, like a sophomore in college. I appreciated that sophomore stepping up to do service on purge night instead of getting drunk at some CEOs and hoes purge party. (laughs) He was, by the way, in that the clip we played, and he does not get killed by the purger. He subdues the purger, and they leave him out in the street to be purged. Like they found like a spider in their house. (laughs) It was interesting. Uh, let's do a role play. Let us do a role play. I would like to be myself on Purge Night. All right. All right. I'll be an annoying purger. <laughs> an annoying purger? Okay. Sorry, a purger. I don't want to give too much to the role. <laughs> Welcome, John. Are you ready to purge? Uh, yeah, I think I'm ready to purge. Is it okay if I park here, you know? Depends. Have you ever had sex with a woman? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I have. Had then sex. you cannot be in a purge. But that, no. What? This is rage for inc- this. Y- I'm sorry. I don't want to be rude. I appreciate that you want to purge too, but this is a purge militia. This for is virgins. an incel purge. No, we don't like that term. We just are celibate. We don't need to get into if it's involuntary or not. But you would prefer to have sex. I would prefer that. <laughs> yes. So you are an incel. I no no. It's not involuntary. It's un. It's non-preferential. I'm a n- no pro cell. <laughs> Listen, buddy. Uh, I would. I, I want to come out. I wanted to purge you guys. I was hoping that maybe we could, like, you know, steal some DVDs. No, no, no. We don't steal. There's no. Oh, what do you guys? Every th- year, I have I to clicked accept on the Facebook group. But I didn't know there'd no, be all you're this. Some kind of Chad freak. I get it, guy. You've had sex. You you watch. I mean, not that much, to be honest. But like, but you've done it before. Yeah. Do you want to? Like what kind of moves? You know what I mean. Like I don't really want to talk I, about it yeah, with you. I, I, you're kind of a stranger. <laughs> I just wanted to come out and purge, but now you, I'm being gate. I'm getting sort of gate kept by you. You're getting gate. Well, it's not gatekeeping. You are allowed to purge. You just cannot purge with this group. We are the no pro cell situation. We're called so the, are you guys situation. gonna go out and like commit sex crimes in the purge? <sighs> No, that would be morally wrong. We're guided by both a moral code and a legal code. Tonight, <laughs> we only break the legal code. We are actually... What's the big crime you guys are going to We're going to commit mail fraud. What? We're going to commit rail fraud. Uh, you gonna v- are you going to vote for Joe Biden? No, it's a little complicated. So some of our brothers in India have 
pioneered this system of Romeo dialing where they randomly call women and then they kind of <laughs> start getting romantic and sexual. And it sounds weird, but it's actually worked. It breaks the barrier. So <laughs> unfortunately in America, we can't Romeo dial because people get so much spam call. They're a little afraid. They don't pick up the phone. Yeah. So we want a Romeo mail. So we're going to send out mailers with our height, our weight, and our stats <laughs> To all these women, but that would be very expensive, so we don't want to buy the stamp. So it's a it's mail fraud. <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna just you're just gonna address and write out stamps. You're gonna address letters for twelve hours and then drop them in the mailbox. Yeah, we have to get them in the mailbox. If they're in the mailbox, even without a stamp on purge night, they will be mailed. Well, if you throw on an Ethan Hawke movie, I'll do it with you. But you've had sex, so you can't be part of it. You're you're excluding me. I'm not excluding you. It's just you're not That's really... That's fine. I've got a knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Did the purge sirens go off yet? <laughs> I like how all of our roleplays used to end in sex, and now they all end in murder. Hey, we're being influenced by the culture. When one of us is done with the conversation, we either shoot or stab... <laughs> What uh, do you give uh, The Purge series finale? I'm going to be honest. I give it like a two because wow. it, it has no rewatch value and it is a good premise, but the premise doesn't belong to the TV show. It belongs to the movie, so mm. I can't give it that much credit. For oh, that. okay. That's an interesting That's an interesting take. I like that. I'm going to give it a five, uh, a thoroughly average, uh, thoroughly average kind of a waste of a really interesting premise. Uh, I like the cool music. Yeah, the music was good. Yeah. Good night, everybody. We love you. Check us out on Patreon.